0: Welcome to California in Focus. I'm Eliana Carnodal, standing in for David Mastio this week. And joining me today is the Center Square's California reporter, Kenneth Shrupp. How are you doing, Kenneth?
1: Hey, I'm doing okay. Just recovering from a cold out here in California where it's not chilly, but I've been a little sick.
0: Ah, uh, well, I hope you recover soon.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So the White House Office of Management and Budget is reviewing some proposed FDA rules on menthol cigarettes. Can you give us some background on that, like what those rules are and why it's being reviewed by the Office of Management and Budget right now?
1: Yes. Uh, Currently, the FDA does allow menthol to be used as a flavoring agent in tobacco, Menthol is this mint flavoring that does help hide some of the harshness of smoke flavor. But should also be noted that menthol as a flavoring agent is very popular with smokeless tobacco for for products like vapes or even something like zin, which is a smokeless, vapeless tobacco pouch, nicotine pouch that you just put in your mouth orally. This new rule is being reviewed by the White House Office of Management and Budget because it has an expected fiscal impact of over $100 million. The OIRA, or Office of Information and Revenue, I believe, does have to review anything that will impact the economy by more than $100 million and does have to make those reports public.
0: So then the the proposed rule, is it just to... Outlaw menthol flavoring entirely or just limit it to a certain degree? What What's the proposed rule?
1: The proposed rule that OIRA or the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs, um, part of my earlier mistake, is to actually ban menthol as a flavoring agent entirely from tobacco products. And
0: California Attorney General Rob Bonta is co-leading a coalition of a number of attorney generals from a variety of states, and they're urging the Biden administration to implement these rules, to approve them. What are they arguing in their letter to the Biden administration?
1: Well, uh, Bonta, uh, who who does take credit for leading the entire coalition, um, some states may may not agree, does claim, and I quote, menthol cigarette use is also disproportionately high among LGBTQ plus smokers, smokers with mental health problems, and socioeconomically disadvantaged populations. And uh, also that, quote, this flavoring remains a primary reason as to why young people initiate and become addicted to smoking. In his letter, he also notes that, that members of the black community are significantly more likely to use menthol products.
0: So then it is the hope here that by uh, outlawing menthol, there will be a greater impact trying to improve health specifically of disadvantaged groups?
1: Yes. Uh, the FDA in its own uh, proposal for the rule does say their aim is to reduce the appeal of cigarettes, particularly to youth and young adults, and thereby decrease the likelihood that non-users who would otherwise experiment with menthol cigarettes would progress to regular smoking. And to quote, improve the health and reduce the mortality risk of current menthol cigarette smokers by decreasing cigarette consumption, increasing the likelihood of cessation. But we also saw how the prohibition worked out. We'll see how banning menthol cigarettes in areas with high rates of illicit drug dealing works out as well.
0: So then, are, have there been critics of this rule? And if so, what have they been
1: arguing now, the, the argument against this rule is much more traditionally libertarian and comes from Reason Foundation policy experts Guy Bentley and Jacob James Rich, an analysis that they published in November of last year. They said, Any consideration of menthol prohibition should be made in the context of extremely low youth use of the product. The lack of association between menthol use rates in states and youth smoking the cost of enforcing prohibition, especially for minority communities, and other less costly ways of reducing smoking, such as increasing the availability of safer nicotine alternatives like e-cigarettes and traditional smoking cessation services. You know, they have fears that, okay, if we decide to actually go through with a prohibition on menthol for the health of the local communities... Uh, If we're really serious about doing that, that'll mean increasing enforcement for illegally selling the illegally imported products, and that that will end up impacting these lower income communities.
0: If this rule does get approved, this isn't the first step in this direction. I mean, in 2020, the FDA limited uh, flavored vapes. They've been trying to reduce kind of any flavoring that would make smoking or vaping more appealing, right?
1: Right. And in, in 2020, the FDA banned all the vape flavors for reusable vapes other than menthol and tobacco, but, you know, notably this rule didn't really apply to disposable vapes such as, you know, Elf Bars. But Congress did close this loophole with a later law and does require vape companies like Elf Bar to file FDA applications. Uh, you go into any convenience store or corner store in the country and you see that no one is following this law. There's little will to enforce it. There, Nobody wants to take it out on the shopkeepers who just want to provide whatever people want to buy. It doesn't seem like there's an ability to crack down on these factories in China where these are all being made and shipped over. We don't really know what's in these vapes. It's very likely that a similar thing could happen with menthol cigarettes where we ban them on a national level. The American companies that make them no longer are able to make and sell them and you just get cheap, much lower quality imports from outside that are totally untaxed and unregulated coming in that flood the market and start to get a lot more people addicted. If, if the price goes down to a few dollars a pack because you're getting some imports from China, uh, that's completely untaxed by someone like California and the federal government.
0: Well, listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Kenneth Trupp, I'm Eliana Carnodal. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. Enjoying our podcast? Your reviews help other listeners find our show. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.